TGI Friday on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. Seems like a fast week this week. I don't know. Maybe it was that Schumann Resonance display from Sunday that kicked it all off. Been following that? It's back to normal now, back to what it typically looks like. But boy, that display on Sunday was absolutely amazing. And I find it interesting that that happened during this correlation with this solstice, which just to me felt special. So maybe there is this activation of something going on. I don't know. But boy, that would be great. Bring it on. Do you like Virgo? Feel a need to get things in order? Planning? Organizing? Maybe a spotlight on your health or even your work? Well, it's your time for the next couple of days. The moon enters Virgo today at 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, this is an interesting aspect. Remember, we've been talking about any planet that changes signs encounters Pluto. And now that Pluto has re-entered Capricorn, the moon is hitting Pluto in its whatever aspect is your before the lunar sign change, right? So in this case, the moon is leaving Leo, entering Virgo. So it's going to hit Pluto at 29 degrees, 46 minutes. That forms an inconjunct, a quincunx, a minor aspect nonetheless significant, especially when it is part of a yod. We haven't had many yods of late, but we're getting ready to move into a little season where we are going to have several over the next upcoming weeks. So who are the three points of this witch's hat? Well, Pluto is up at the top. Remember, this yod is an aspect formation where you have two quincunxes. So those are like the sides of a witch's hat, as they say. They call this the witch's hat aspect. And those two inconjuncts, or those two quincunxes, are connected by a sextile. So Pluto is up at the top, and then the base, the sextile connection, is between the moon and the sun. Let me say these again. <laughs> Your luminaries, folks, on TGI Friday are connected to a yod with Pluto at the top. Now, look, in reality, this is so minor and so fast-moving. Would you feel it? I doubt it, especially in contrast to this solstice, which I felt weeks before it happened. I just felt this one was special. And remember, a yod is a complex interpretation. It's about a destiny. Well, <laughs> you couldn't get more destinied than saying this is about our transformation. And doesn't that tie beautifully back into what we saw on Sunday with the Schumann Resonance chart? If you haven't seen it, I put a post in our Facebook group, the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast Listeners Group on Facebook. You can join there, answer the questions so that we let you in, and then you can see the picture of it if you didn't. Otherwise, it's probably all over online, I would imagine. Just this remarkable tapestry of sacred geometry images. My take on it that was high vibe, not low vibe. I mean, even if it wasn't just a glitch, it might have just been a glitch, but if it was real... It felt high vibe by at least visual observation. And in contrast, that it's back to normal now. It, if it was, it was either a malfunction or an anomaly with a meaning. And it was 48 hours before solstice. So yods mean that basically the energy of the base, that's our luminaries. This is a real easy yod to interpret, actually. If you want to understand yods, this is a great one. So the luminaries, the sun and the moon. Us, everything about us, our physicality, our ego, our self, our id, and our soul, our subconscious mind, and our intuition are being thrust up those inconjunct pipes, if you will, those pipelines. Just think of 
like like uh, tubing shoots on a snow, you know, where you go through the tube, up to Pluto. And what do we have there but the planet of death and rebirth, the planet of transformation. the pa- Let's call it the planet of the caterpillar to the butterfly because we're playing the positive side. And it's sitting right inside Capricorn, which is saying, okay, folks, this is the last wrap to clean up all that stuff that doesn't serve you. It's like this smorgasbord. It's like this open buffet of the universe to say, we will support you in cleaning up anything that doesn't serve. Just be willing to face it. Now is the time. Probably what's the window? I would say until Pluto returns back into Aquarius. When does that happen? January 20th next year. I wouldn't worry so much about that as I would just game on now. This yod is a gift. I mean, this is, if you really want to do your work, this yod is a gift and an alert to say, get on it. Ask the universe for clarity. Show me what I need to change. And let's bring one other little nuance into this. So the midpoint of that sextile, remember, sextile is a 60-degree aspect, right? 60 degrees apart. So that means that at 30 degrees is the midpoint between the sun and the moon. That's at zero degrees, Leo. What is Leo in a way all about? This isn't exclusive, but it is a characteristic. One of the things you can always go to is that there is some part of you that wants to, in some kind of way that your soul is leading you into, you want to speak. You want to have a voice. You want to be out there. Maybe not center stage, maybe not in the spotlight, but you have a message and it wants to come out. And the moon is sitting in Virgo, like we talked about at the beginning. Put the structures in place. Put the plan in place. Organize the steps to this launch. And then revisit your Pluto again. What in my life could transform? What could be moved out of the way? What might be a block to my hearing or my block to my message? I've mentioned this a number of times before that I just analyze in my own life various things that could clog the pipe. And that's known things and then unknown things. So, known things, I removed alcohol. That's under this umbrella. I feel that the pipe is more open without it. New things might be a person who comes into my life that doesn't match my energy. Not from a judgmental standpoint, from this standpoint. Is being with this person elevating me or bringing me down? I don't have time to be brought down. I'm also, you remember the movie Grumpier Old Men? (laughs) Grumpy Old Men? It's like, hey, putz! It's... (laughs) You just make a quick decision and you move on. It's kind of like, I don't have time for this. You know, boom, move on. Well, that's the filter. Does this make me feel lighter, more supported, happy? Or is it a downward pull? Do I feel heavy? Do I feel weighted? Do I feel like this one's going to be an energy vampire? Well, then with namaste, peace and blessings and love, just move on. That's getting ahead of Pluto. Then Pluto doesn't have to disrupt and shake and destroy and kill and rebuild that potential obstruction. It's like, you can do it or we can do it. How do you want to work this out? So you have the next two days of Virgo to really play with this because the moon doesn't move into Libra until about 7.30 Sunday evening, which will be right about the time that we do our level up. If you'd like to join us, it's on the Fun Astrology YouTube channel and also on our Facebook group. And we'd love to have you in there as well. And our Sunday Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast will be out then too. See you back tomorrow for Ray Merriman. Have a great day. TGI Friday. 